everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Excellent. You look good. Thank you. I had a very relaxing weekend. Yeah, your ears are crooked. I know, because my glasses sit like absolutely ridiculous. Cockeyed. They are cockeyed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's get on with the Disney Parks blog. Yes, let's. So we just went to Disney World and got to experience the International Festival of the Arts. Which ends tomorrow. Right. And, well, today. And then we're going um, in another few weeks to experience the uh, Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. Uh, but there's a few other festivals that maybe not everybody knows about, especially a couple that happen at Disneyland. That's right. And the Disney Parks blog highlights six festivals that should be on your radar for 2024. And they are the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, which takes place at Epcot February 28th through May 27th. The Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, which takes place March 1st through April 22nd in California Adventure. Pixar Fest at Disneyland Resort April 26th through August 4th. Disney Festival of the Holidays at Disney's California Adventure Park that begins November 15th. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival and the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, both of those festivals were waiting on dates. Okay. So we know that the uh, Food and Wine Festival usually takes place after the uh, 4th of July. So it will probably run July through November, and then the Festival of the Holidays will run from November through the end of December. So plenty of festivals. It's sad that this comes out so late in the year that the International Festival of the Arts kind of gets swept under the rug. I'm sure there's there's been plenty of features about mm-hmm. the uh, the Festival of the Arts on the Disney Parks blog. They're just uh, rehashing things okay. as they like to do. Yes, they do. So what is your favorite of the festivals? Flower and Garden. Flower and Garden? Okay. Yeah. I love me some flowers. Yes, you do. Speaking of my favorite festival, the Flower and Garden Festival, the Disney Parks blog has a Disney Eats uh, feature on a foodie guide to the Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. The festival, which, as I mentioned earlier, runs from February 28th through May 27th, has nearly 20 outdoor kitchens. And this year, those kitchens are bringing us 60 new items to try. All right. So there is a lot of food going on. Um, They always have their uh, festival passport. uh, And that is part uh, that includes the Garden Graze. And the Garden Graze has eight tasty items from the outdoor kitchens. And once you uh, collect five, you get a special treat from Pineapple Promenade. So I like this better because we just had this at uh, the Festival of the Arts Mm -hmm. where we had the little passport book and you had to eat, you know, whatever certain things and then you got a prize. But it wasn't like five of eight. It was like these are the five. Right. And if you didn't like some of the things, well, then I guess you weren't getting your your prize at the end. Exactly. So uh, you can check out the Disney Eats Foodie Guide if you want to see what's coming to the Food and Wine Festival as far as food and beverages. Do they have Frushi on there? I don't know. I bet they do. Frushi is a favorite in the Japan Pavilion. Yes, it's like a sushi, but it's with fruit. Yeah, that's and, always uh, fun. It's, fruit and rice. It's very good. It is. Um, but yeah, they have. I, I like the Flower and Garden Festival food better than I like the food at any of the other festivals because it tends to be lighter and fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Even better yeah. than the Food and Wine Festival, which has food in the name? Yeah. Okay. Even more than that. All this talk about festivals and food. I never asked you what your favorite festival is. Um, my favorite festival is the uh, also the Flower and Garden Festival. It is. It is. How about the food? Which one has the best food? Um, I, I think food and wine has better food. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't really do the drink. I don't do the wine. No, you don't. And even some of the foods I don't really enjoy. Like, right. I enjoyed the Mexican street <laughs> corn at the right. food and wine festival. Yeah. 
And I like the, the International Festival of the Holidays because they're more snacky. Yeah, they're more sweet. More you have a lot more treats. sweets. That's true. So I, I guess I like the holiday food a lot better. Okay. Let's see. Um, in Let's see. Is this only in Epcot? This There's some Epcot. new eye-catching Disney character chalk art. That's right. And it's part of the International Festival of the Holidays, which is drawing to a close. The holidays? No, of the I'm arts. sorry, of the arts. Um, and they've done chalk characters around the park, which is pretty cool. I didn't see this, did you? I saw a couple okay. of them. Um, but they are just chalk drawings that are done on some of the buildings. Uh, I think the most prominent one is are these snow geese from Frozen Ever After that are just drawn on the side of a building in Norway. If they are just chalk, though, I can see that that one wouldn't be there for very long, that they would right. have to redo it because it's very much exposed to the elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're they're pretty cool. Um, I did see the Mushu that's in China. Okay. Uh, they put him kind of like in a broken spot in the wall. Mm-hmm. It, it just, uh, it, it's neat. It just yeah, brings a little cool. bit of character. Nice. Literally brings character. Oh, to I think the I saw area. this one here. They mm-hmm. had one in Germany, right? So that one. Yeah, I saw just, that. I just didn't know that it wasn't part of the original regular signage. art. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they just, they work it in very well. So if you did get a chance to check out the International Festival of the Arts, uh, you know, you probably enjoyed it. Uh, if not, your next opportunity will come around the beginning, well, the middle of January next year. I did check out the Festival of the Arts, but I missed that. So yes, next did. time, I guess. Some new details have been revealed for the Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night. That's right. And they've doubled the number of nights this year. They are doing it eight nights. I feel like they were always pretty sparse for their mm-hmm. for their After Dark events. Right. Well, they're doing eight nights for Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night uh, uh, between April and May. April 16th, 18th, 23rd, 25th, 30th, May 2nd, 7th, and 9th. Very funny and or odd to me that they're not doing it on May 4th. Right. Which is, uh, you know... Star Wars Day. Um, so yeah, they're but they probably it. have extended hours on the 4th. So, right. you know, they don't want to take that away from regular guests. And they're adding, as part of this year's celebration, a new Notify Me option. Uh, so when you're in a virtual queue, uh, you're going to get a, a an option to be notified when it's time to purchase the virtual queue. Oh. So as part of the Star Wars Nights, they are going to have over 20 new treats available. There are going to be uh, guests in Star Wars-themed costumes uh, who are allowed to participate in a special cavalcade where they will join Mickey Mouse in a march down Main Street uh, and then take a group photo in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Fun. So that's for guests, All right. which you never get to be a part of the cavalcade. Uh, there's going to be a Star Wars Night lightsaber instructional at, at, uh, at Small World. Uh, I didn't know that the Small World characters were, were lightsaber uh, enthusiasts, right. but uh, that is coming. They're, of course, going to have a galactic dance party on Main Street. There's going to be the Resistance Show of Unity at the Millennium Falcon. Captain Phasma and her elite stormtroopers will be in Tomorrowland. And, of course, there will be Star Wars-themed photo opportunities. Um, There will be a pre-party mix-in at the Disneyland Park from 6 to 9 p.m. before the party officially starts. Uh, Tickets will go on sale Tuesday, February 20th, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, key holders may purchase uh, from a select amount of pre-selected tickets on Disneyland.com on that day. And then on Wednesday, February 21st and 22nd, all Magic Key holders will have the opportunity to uh, select pre-sale tickets. 
This, and the uh, general public is Friday, February 23rd. Okay. This whole notify me option is to actually buy the tickets to Star Wars Night because oh. they sell out so quickly. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, that the you know if you want to know when they're on sale, it'll it'll let uh, you know. All right, I read it wrong. So the notify option normally when there is a big sale or, or something is released for Disney, you actually go into a waiting room uh, on the internet, and this notify me will come up when it is your time. Right. So you don't just have to sit there watching, which is nice. It, hopefully, it works right. Right, or else you're going to be very angry. You don't want to be one of those people that does not. Uh, uh, you know, get the notification because it's it's not working right. So. Yeah, it's just Disneyland is so small that there's limited amounts of tickets. The fact right. that these sell out so fast. I mean, the Disney World, um, they don't call those after dark, do they? No, it's, yeah, it's anyway. The, uh, go ahead. What are they called? They're not after dark. What no, are they called? They're the Disney World <laughs> after hours events. After hours, yes. yes. Um, those like sometimes night of you can still get them because right. they don't really sell out. But you know these, especially but these are themes. True. So I think the themes uh, sell better. All right. Well, that's all the news from the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland. Okay. Disney has added some original Haunted Mansion concept art by various Imagineers to the construction walls in Disneyland. That's right. As you may remember, the Haunted Mansion is closed because they're doing a major update to the grounds, uh, which includes expanding the outdoor queue. They're adding a gift shop and gardens as well. Uh, and they have added, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, looks like maybe 10 or 12 photos related to the concept art uh, from the Haunted Mansion. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, nice. and we already mentioned earlier that they have the lenticular uh, photos right. of the changing photos. Uh, so this uh, uh, concept art spans from 1952 to 1969. Uh, and then they have one piece of concept art from the 1994 update. So pretty cool to see a little bit of history on the wall yeah, while you're still waiting worth, for it to reopen. Yeah, it's worth walking over there and taking a look. Mm -hmm. Are we really doing this story? Yes. Okay, then. The central column of the Astro Orbiter at Disneyland has been repainted and reinstalled. That's right. Everyone may remember that the attraction was closed for refurbishment in November, uh, and it is scheduled to reopen in March. So... Uh, now that they've got the central column reinstalled, they can start putting on the rest of the uh, arms for very, the attraction. Very exciting. So you do not find that uh, newsworthy? The central column of the Astro Orbiter has been repainted and reinstalled. Huge news. Not big news, no. Gigantic news. <laughs> now talk about stories that are we going to do it. I know. I, they're all like this, so I don't know, mm -hmm. why, I don't know why I'm surprised. Uh, let's see. Uh, the San Francisco Square Cappuccino Cart has a new sign with Japanese characters. That's right. I love that with the San Francisco Square, uh, a lot of stuff didn't change. All they're doing is adding Japanese characters to right. it and calling it an upgrade. Right. Uh, so last August, Pacific Wharf became the San Francisco Square section of Disney's California Adventure, inspired by the Big Hero 6 uh, film. Uh, so they are still continuing to change signage around the area. And it seems like they find at least one sign per week uh, to change. Well, I mean, it is different. They added some other uh, more coffee cups. More coffee and, cups and coffee beans. And a little bit of brightness. So yes. it does look nice. But are there people rushing to San Francisco to see this sign? This coffee sign? Yeah, probably no, not. Probably not. All right. Well, that wraps up the news in Anaheim. So let's head on over to Orlando. 
All right. The, uh, Disney World has extended their theme park hours for the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom for the week of March 3rd to the 9th. That's right. Magic Kingdom is going to open at 8 a.m. on Friday, March 8th, and Saturday, March 9th. It will close at 11 p.m. on March 3rd, and from March 7th through 9th, the park will close at 10 p.m. on March 10. Um, I'm sorry, close at 10 p.m. on March 4th, 5th, and 6th. It was previously scheduled to be open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day of the week. Uh, Hollywood Studios will open at 8.30 on Friday, March 8th, and Saturday, March 9th. The park will still close at 9 p.m. on those days. Animal Kingdom will open at 8 a.m. from March 3rd through 9th. Uh, and on March 3rd, 4th, and 8th, it will stay open until 7 p.m., and 10 p.m. on March 9th. Oh. So that is uh, really even extended evening hours yeah, at what do Animal you... Kingdom. I guess you walk around Pandora. Maybe. Because that is a great area to see in the evening. Yeah. I mean, maybe people are worn out at Animal Kingdom by that late, and you can get on uh, probably the Avatar get on ride the, or whatever. Uh, flight of Passage. Yeah. They're continuing tests at Tiana's Bayou Adventure. The flume uh, area is filled with water. Well, the attraction was filled with water, and water is coming down the flume. Uh, so it's nice to see the water testing underway. As you may remember, there was an opening season set last week, uh, and that attraction is set to reopen in the summertime. It looks so much nicer with the water in it. The water was uh, missing when we were there. That's right. The water has been turned week. off. All the scaffolding is now gone from around Hotel de Canada in the Canada Pavilion. Um, and now the Northwest Mercantile is closed for refurbishment. That's right. Northwest Mercantile is the gift shop in the Canada Pavilion. Uh, lots of maple candy and maple syrup yes. and plaid shirts. Yep, yep. We were uh, just there. Or Canadian Mountie outfits, if mm -hmm. you'd like to get them. Um, but that area is now closed. Uh, they did begin refurbishing this area last summer. Um, there used to be a boutique in there, but that has been closed for a long time. Um, there is some now. There is some scaffolding around the entrance to Les Celliers, which is in the basement of Hotel du Canada, and there are still construction construction walls and scrim over that scaffolding. Is there anything in the hotel itself, or is it no. just like there used to be a boutique, but that area is now used for storage and some cast uh, spaces. But that was always down low. The thing is tall. Right, it just must be empty on top. It is. All right, it is. So, so that is what's going on in Canada. Um, so you, uh, you can't get past the mercantile at this point, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, they'll open that area up because it's a, it's a really nice area to it look is. at. It is. I can't wait till that's done. Another nice used to be quiet area we had been talking about was the area behind, uh, the UK pavilion. Uh, trying to get back there was a little tough last time because they had so much scaffolding up mm -hmm. you couldn't cut straight through. You had to go right. around on the street. Um, but the scaffolding over there has come down and the repainting is finished. That's right. The scaffolding and barriers have been removed from the garden, so guests can walk right through there. Um, that area looks to be finished right now, but the bathrooms in the UK pavilion are still uh, being worked on. Okay. Uh, they just had some rolling planters in front of them when we were there last week, uh, which led to some confusion because people didn't know where to go to the restroom. Uh, there's like a little walkway there that goes backstage, and I think the nearest restrooms are in the um, what they they have that flex building. Uh, like a pavilion yeah. uh, behind the, the UK. Um, it's, it's There are bathrooms back right. there. Sometimes, it, sometimes that area is closed off, but during festivals, they usually open up that section for... They had food booths food there booths last time. And, and wine pairings and, right. and the like. You know what happens? What? Construction walls go down. 
Construction walls go up. up. Yes, they just put up some new ones near Toy Story Mania at the uh, exit area there. That's right. As Cheryl mentioned, there are new construction walls at the exit of Toy Story Mania. Uh, They run pretty much the entire uh, pathway there. That's a tight walk. It is a very tight walk, but there are some uh, toys and games that are set up there because those are laying around Andy's backyard. So I'm sure that they are just uh, going through a little bit of refurb and maybe landscape work. So uh, they should be down relatively soon. I hope so, because that, I can imagine, would get pretty blocked. You can't get a double stroller down there with someone else on the other side. So if someone's coming down with a double stroller, if someone's coming up the path, they're going to have to stand there and wait. Right. Hopefully this isn't related to the... Uh, new seating area that we keep being promised <laughs> I know. Uh, for that area um, for Woody's lunchbox, but uh, who knows? We don't we don't have any real details. We'll see. We give you news with no details. Yeah, that's fine. As has been mentioned before, Vineyard Vines is coming to Disney Springs. Uh, the signage and advertisements has go- have gone up in a storefront between Under Armour and L'Occitane. L'Occitane. Yeah. L'Occitane de Provence. Is yeah. that uh, the, the full name? Yeah, it's the they have like the lotions yes. and the smelly things. Yes, you may know Vineyard Vines. Uh, they've been around for about twenty five years now. They uh, they sell preppy clothes and some light housewares, um, but uh, they have the big pink whale as their logo. Uh, well, the logo and name are on the door. It was announced last month that Vineyard Vines would be coming to Disney Springs. Uh, there is no opening date. They are just listed as coming soon. Okay. And we only have one story in entertainment news, which uh, Cheryl thinks is a great thing. Um, <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I feel like stories are fabricated. Like uh, they try to make a story out of something, which is really nothing. You mean like news stories? Yes. Okay. And, and here's one of them. Uh, the Deadpool 3 trailer has dethroned Spider-Man No Way Home as the most viewed trailer launch of okay. all time. All right. Uh, they did get 356 million views within 24 hours of its release. You know how they can get away with making news out of no news? Because we'll report it. Because uh, because it, it gets reported. Like us yes. Report it. Yes. Um, and that broke the old Spider-Man record, which had 35.5 million views back in 2021. So it helps that uh, the Super Bowl was the most viewed telecast of all time. Okay. And it was viewed by 123.7 million viewers. Wow. Yeah. So Deadpool and Wolverine is expected to hit theaters on July 26th uh, and will be the R-rated, first R-rated entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. Well, that wraps up the Disney news. Uh, There is no news from Universal because uh, there is no Shrek DreamWorks land (laughs) No, nothing's happening. Um, But did you know that Florida tourism is down in 2023? Okay. uh, Which was uh, a little bit upsetting. Uh, If you look back at COVID, uh, Florida had uh, 131 million tourists in 2019. Okay. In 2022, uh, they had 135 million. Mm Mm-hmm. And in 20, I'm sorry, in 2023, they had 135 million. They had 137 million in 2022. So numbers are definitely up over their pre-COVID, but they are down on last year, which they're eh, complaining about. That means nothing. So uh, they are getting more foreign visitors. Um, oh, yeah. They and, definitely are. Yes, and, and less domestic visitors. Uh, the Florida Tourism Board enjoys uh, foreign visitors more because they stay longer and spend more. True. Um, they, the state of Florida is expected. So here, here's where the disconnect is with, with government. 
The Senate wants to spend $80 million for Visit Florida, which is their tourism uh, group that handles advertising. The House wants to spend $30 million uh, in their budget, and the governor has recommended $105 million for their budget. Okay. So uh, I, I think they have a little bit of talking to do. Yeah. Uh, but Florida is still very popular. Um you know, uh, they got 8.3 million overseas travelers last year. So that's a, that's a big number. Yes, it is. Yeah. So that's all of our news. Okay. Hopefully you're headed to Florida soon. We'll be back there next month. And we will also be back on Wednesday with another show. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.